didgeridoo means it's time for the Australian News Desk. Here's two of the craziest guys we could find south of the equator. It's Steve Vischer and Grant McHaren from the Plain Crazy Down Under podcast. Dateline, 24th of September, 2012. Well, good day, folks, and welcome back to the Australia Desk for episode 216. And uh, boy, after a week off, I'd like to say we'd had a bit of a rest, but uh, gee, that was a busy weekend last weekend. We were, uh, oh, sorry, folks, we were kind of uh, flat out. Oh, weren't we just, mate? Uh, we were up in rural New South Wales doing uh, Ozfly radio and commentary for the air displays at uh, the inaugural Ozfly event. Absolutely fantastic event. We had everything from hot air balloons through gyrocopters. There was trikes. There was, uh, what else? There was RA recreational like the light sport there was GA and there was even warbirds yeah there was even an L39 there Grant we actually tried our hand at some air show commentary folks we did uh, three in two days and I think the first one was uh, quite a fraught with technical trouble but the second two went pretty well oh yeah mate uh, that Saturday morning one was in the groove I think we were getting a bit tired by the Saturday Arvo but that still worked pretty well and uh, yeah once we got over the technical difficulties of Friday and then moved to the perch up on top of that uh, shipping container we had a much better view and everything just flowed fantastic folks if you'd like to find out more about that event and we're hoping there'll be another one next year that's at Oz fly.com.au but uh, Grant in the meantime uh, as we made the 2000 kilometre trip home or at least it seemed that way uh, there's been a bit of news going on and the first one is well look at this there's some pilots at an airline and they're jumping up and down about industrial issues to do with pay oh it's truth mate I thought Qantas got over all that wrong 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 it's with Virgin Australia believe it or not really that's Virgin on the ridiculous, isn't it? Absolutely. Virgin Pilots Reject Contract Office says this article on AustralianAviation.com.au. The union representing Virgin Australia Pilots, otherwise known as Viper, has urged continued negotiations after its members uh, rejected the airline's contract offer. Nearly two-thirds of pilots voted against the new enterprise bargaining agreement as put forward by the carrier. Grant, this all sounds way too familiar. Yeah, it does a bit. It does a bit. We've already got people uh, starting to go, oh, greedy, greedy pilots, and others like, don't they learn anything from Qantas? And quite a number of other others going, well, hang on, uh, you know, there's more to it than that. So already we're starting to see the uh, people going, it's black and white and others going, uh, it's a bit uh, grey, actually. So I think it's just the initial posturing. Normally Virgin does seem to get on with better with its uh, crew and both technical and cabin and, and other staff. So they seem to get on better than some other airlines. So we'll see how well this goes. As far as enterprise bargaining goes uh, in this part of the world, at least, there's always this sort of argy-bargy that goes on. But of course, we said that about Qantas. That's true, mate. That's true. You never know where this could go. But uh, well, you know, let's see where we're at in another couple of weeks. Speaking on Sky News, uh, the union executive, Simon O'Hara, said that negotiations should continue. He says here that the Virgin Australia Pilot Group has spoken loud and clear with two thirds of Virgin Australia pilots voting down the proposed pilot agreement as inadequate. So uh, there we go. Oh, well, we'll keep an eye on that one, Grant. But uh, I'll tell you what, Virgin uh, has also been uh, playing a bit of tit-for-tat, I'd say. <laughs> yeah, they, they've been uh, raising concerns with the ACCC, the Australian Consumer Competition Council. Basically, they're saying that they're a bit concerned about the Qantas tie-up with Emirates, which is rather interesting because this is exactly what Qantas did with Virgin getting into bed with Etihad. So uh, Virgin are just turning around and dishing it straight back to Qantas by saying, hang on, I don't think this is quite right. I tell you what, I think uh, Mr. Borghetti and his team have got their hands full just right at the moment. Uh, mate, they've got to focus on running a very good airline and growing it, making all things go well. So really, yeah, maybe fire off somebody who can just run on their own and 
raise a few things with the ACCC because honestly, if you don't do that, the ACCC will just sail right through. Somebody's got to raise a couple of issues. Well, absolutely, Grant. It keeps everybody in a job, I suppose. But uh, I suppose some people that might be out of a job will be the people in Qantas's first class lounge at Singapore. Looks like it's closing. Yeah, mate, that's correct. Now that uh, they're no longer flying first class configured A380s to Singapore because they're all going to Dubai, of course, uh, they've not really got a need for the first class lounge. They will keep the business class lounge. They're also changing their uh, schedules into Singapore to more closely align with uh, hours of operation and flights within Asia. So as a result, no need for it, despite the fact that in May they commenced a major upgrade of it. That sounds a bit like Australian government logic, isn't it, uh, when, when that sort of stuff happens? Spend a fortune on something and then shut it down. Do you have the need, the need for speed? Jetride Australia is a premier fighter experience in the country and the perfect gift for every budding Top Gun. From mild to wild, Jetride tailors each flight individually to give you the mind-blowing ride of your life. To make your dream a reality, check out jetride.com.au slash PCDU or Aussies can call 1300 554 876. Jetride. Forget the rest, fly with the best. Well, speaking of Qantas in Singapore, though, uh, there's a report here in Australian Aviation that uh, says that uh, perhaps Qantas is reaching out to Singapore Airlines. That's right, mate. Uh, the word is that uh, Qantas senior executives have been trying to get close in with Singapore Airlines, but because Singapore Airlines senior executives don't really like Qantas, Qantas have actually gone through to Temasek. Uh, that's the Singapore government investment vehicle that owns about 56% of Singapore Airlines. So they're sort of going around the back door over the top, you know? Yeah, interesting. As uh, Qantas uh, moves away from Asia in, in some respects, sending uh, a lot of more aircraft through the Middle East these days. And, you know, as I said last week, I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards that being a good idea. However, Qantas has long talked about Asia being the place where it needs to be. So they can't walk away from the Asian region in any respect. So, uh, you know, like you say, going after Singapore Airlines is a bit odd considering they don't always get along too well, those two carriers. But uh, perhaps uh, doing it this way and leaning on uh, Temasek, uh, that might bring a little bit of political pressure to bear. So, uh, you know, then maybe there might be a little bit of tension in some boardrooms there in Singapore, if I had to guess. Well, I think it's going to get pretty snappy, mate. Snappy indeed. Now, I was doing something, Grant, that I don't often do, and that's read The Age, and uh, that's a newspaper <laughs> down here in Melbourne, a little bit too left-wing for my liking normally, but I actually thought for a minute I wasn't reading the paper. I must have been reading the uh, you know, the, the script for a really nasty B-grade movie. What could that be, Steve? Well, Not I'm- Snakes on a Plane too. Worse, Crocs on a Plane. Oh, what a croc. <laughs> indeed. It says here in this article by Adam Cooper in theage.com.au that uh, a crocodile escapes on a Qantas flight. Good God, I hope I'm glad I wasn't on that flight. Oh, mate, sounds like one of the frequent flyers got really upset. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, but actually, in this case, mate, I'm just pulling your leg or biting on it, as the case may be. No, it was a, a real live crocodile escape from its cage during a flight between Brisbane and Melbourne. A Qantas spokesman confirmed the, the incident happened last Monday, and he said he was unsure of the crocodile size, but he said it was not fully grown. Well, boy, that's a relief. Oh, yeah, it was probably only six foot instead of 12. He probably only ate one of the smaller hosties as she was in the galley. Who knows? Yeah, I'm sure that if there were any other animals on that plane in the uh, in the animal section of the hold, they would have been rather nervous. Absolutely. In fact, the uh, Qantas spokesman goes on to say here that, uh, quote, the animal was quickly and safely secured when the aircraft arrived in Melbourne. Now, the aircraft originated in Brisbane. That's a two-hour flight, folks two and a half hour flight perhaps depending on the wind so that's a that's a long time for that croc to be roaming around in the base of that plane well what I want to know is did they call Crocodile Dundee to come in and wrestle it down or maybe Johnny Weissmuller to do a Tarzan impression 
So it says here that an investigation is focusing on whether the uh, the croc had been loaded appropriately on delivery to Australian Air Express. Now, Australian Air Express is a uh, tie-up between Qantas and Australia Post. So, I don't know, Grant, I think if I was loading a crocodile and it was uh, jumping around there, I don't know that I'd be uh, being too careful. I'd shove that sucker in there and uh, run like blazers. Yeah, well, you know, you got to start wondering, hmm, was somebody trying to get someone during or after the flight? You know, the, the mind boggles at what people could be doing here. Well, maybe somebody told them that Alan Joyce would be on board. Who knows? Oh, that'd do it. Well, Grant, just as we sign off here, let's talk about tankers again. Sorry, David, but we just want to uh, talk about uh, the A330 MRTT and uh, boy, Grant, they've lost another boom. I don't think it was one of ours this time, though. It went boom, boom. That's right. It was an MRTT being tested in Europe once again, just like it happened to one of ours prior to its official handover to us. But this time, there was no other aircraft involved. It was transiting and the boom fell off. So nobody was fiddling with any switches or dials? Well, I'm not going to rule that out, mate. Anything is possible, but... Uh, this is one tanker story that David's actually not too worried about talking about because as he correctly said in an email thread to us, no Boeing boom has fallen off. Oh, there we go. Well, we can't argue with that, mate. Oh, no, but I do know that the new 767 tanker being used in Japan, one of them had a bit of a problem retracting the boom and created a bit of a fire when it landed with the boom still deployed. Oh, so the boom bust, I guess. It's a oh, bust. Mate. <laughs> oh, mate, boom, boom at its best. Well, mate, we might have to continue in our quest to become air show announcers, but I don't know about stand-up comedians. Oh, mate, I think we're pretty doomed on that front, but uh, you know, there, there seems to be some promises, commentators. Well, we'll be back next week for episode 217, but until then, I'm Steve Vischer. And I'm the commentating Grant McCarran. Southern Skies. Online Media.